0: What is up, degenerates? We're back. Football's back. We're at the end of week one of preseason. A lot has happened over the offseason. A lot of uh, nothing. Uh, Hasn't been a whole lot of news. Hasn't been a whole lot of exciting stories coming up. Uh, But we're through training camp now. We're, We're into the preseason, and things are starting to take off. I'm joined tonight by my co-host, Mr. Ben Steffen. Ben, how you doing? I'm doing
1: pretty good. Um, it's been a busy off-season for me. Uh, lots of work. Uh, kids going strong in the summer with uh, camp and daycare. And uh, playing some baseball. Doing lots of golfing. So uh, Enjoying the time off but of uh, a football, but ready to get back into the swing of things. Um, preseason games have been on. I had one on the other day. Uh, my Panthers, but like I said to you guys earlier, I uh, might have taken a little bit of a nap during it, so um, yeah, I'm ready for real football to hit and uh, ready for that red zone uh, strike on Sundays.
0: Yeah, can't wait. Um, I'm a bit envious of you. I haven't even been to the driving range this year, so I'm hoping to uh, get out at least once, maybe twice before the weather breaks. So, uh, some changes to the show over the off season. Um, Ben and I would like to welcome our third full-time co-host Mr. Diego Shaheen Diego welcome to the show
2: hey Steve thanks I'm back I'm back I think we did a a show a while ago and then I've been helping you guys with the show looking forward to helping out here enjoying the summer just like Ben Um, just came back from vacation I've been sweating a lot like everyone else it's been a hot summer (laughs) It's incredibly I Just made it back to Miami, and it's super hot up here. Um, no, besides that, looking forward to the season. I actually was looking through my teams. Uh, you know, you do your inventory of leagues, seeing what uh, you have to look forward to this season. So it's it's time we start into drafting very quickly now, and
0: uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, drafts are coming up. It's it's good that you mentioned that the. DDD redraft leagues are back up and running. We actually start all of our drafts in all five leagues tomorrow at noon. So once this is out, they'll already be going. But uh, congratulations to everybody that's in, and good luck uh, getting to the playoffs and beating one of us. So uh, we're working on the prizes for those. Uh, I have a few. I have a few things left to sort out, and I'm hoping to get the. Packages together and get that Announcement out uh, For sometime later This week for uh, next week's episode We do have The uh, we have a uh, full Size DeAndre Swift uh, Lions helmet Signed helmet um, For the uh, first prize In the Dynasty League this year So pictures already up in that league For the people participating in that So good luck to everybody In that league and uh I'm hoping to take that one home or keep it at home. Uh, we also, we've updated our email, so it's not quite so long anymore. So we'll, uh, I'll announce that at the end of the show, but uh, we've got it a little bit easier for people to remember to send us emails, questions for the show, stuff like that. I think that's it for changes and updates. So let's uh, talk about a little hype. All aboard the hype train. So, a little bit of hype coming out being the first week. Um, there's a lot of, I guess, there's a lot of the rookies and stuff like that that people are looking at and, and watching. And a lot of guys get overblown early in the season, like this, or early in the preseason, like this. And uh Diego, you had mentioned uh, A Chain you want to talk about him a little bit being down in Miami?
2: Um yeah, sure. Um so news here in Miami is uh everyone and the Dolphins is is happy with what they're seeing with A Chain. I know we saw him come in and he's kind of a smaller guy. Um but some of the players are also talking him up, um saying how how fast he is and and really with Wilson not playing much and um the other guys, I think they've been injured, so th- you're not seeing a lot of snaps going to the other guys. So this guy has pretty much taken over most of the snaps. Uh, it's I don't know if he's going to be able to take a f- like the full role, the whole thing, and just kind of run with it, um, just because of his size, but because of the scheme, what the Dolphins are doing, and obviously because you got to guard, the wide receivers, right? You got to take care of the wide receivers. So he could be he could be actually. Uh, the main runner or maybe the lead runner in that rotation. So we we still got to wait a little bit more, but it seems like the players, what I'm hearing from news here, are very happy with with what they're seeing with him and the coaches as well. That's kind of the hype that we're hearing for this guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would expect for him to get a a majority of the workload this early because they're definitely not going to run out uh, Mostert and Wilson until they have to. I mean, they're veterans. They've, They've been on the team. They know the offense and they definitely don't want to risk them getting hurt. So they're going to give him a little bit more of the workload. Hopefully he can work into a a regular role with it. But, uh, yeah, I think I'll wait to see next week before I try to get on the caboose of that train. Ben?
1: Yeah, one of the guys uh, I've been seeing a lot of hype from, I don't know if it's because we're close to the Buffalo border here in in, uh, Ontario, but James Cook hype. Um, I did catch a little bit of their game the other day and he had a nice touchdown run, uh, two carries on, on the drive, both, um, plus like I think five yards, um, and with no real competition, not left on that team for him. I think he could be a sneaky pick in some drafts, um, especially on a high powered offense where lots of touchdowns can be had.
0: Yeah. He's still going a little bit late. Um, what I would consider a little bit late for a lead back on a team, um, so hopefully hopefully you're able to get him at a bargain, and then he does kind of break out and, and get you those extra points at, at a position that's very tough this year to draft because there's just not that many standalone running backs or you know even guys that you want to try and consider as a week-to-week flex. So I know we're doing quite a few best balls over the summer with uh, – Sergeant Rock doing the uh, Scott Fishbowl drafts and just looking at where guys were going with that. Uh, Cook was going a little bit lower, but a lot of a lot of running backs were going early. So there was a lot more wide receiver depth later on in, in the mid and later rounds. So that might be something to look out for too if you got drafts coming up the next couple of weeks. Um, a couple other guys I know in, in our leagues that – have kind of gotten some hype. I know uh, Reed was very high on Jason Brownlee coming up through training camp, and I think up until week one of preseason, because uh, I think he's I think the hype's kind of di- died down on him a little bit. But, I mean, it was week one, so we'll see what happens. But uh, a potential bright spot for a young team in New York. Um, here, there was a lot of hype with the uh, – the New England game around Malik Cunningham and his uh, his performance. Uh, I'm definitely not jumping on that train. Uh, we we have our quarterback. He he's a he brings a different look, which is great. But I, I'm not worried about him stealing the draw from Mac Jones. Um,
2: it sounds, it sounds like it's going to be yeah. Mac Jones. Right? It's going to be I Mac Jones
0: until he either gets hurt or if he goes out and completely flops, then it'll be uh, Bailey Zappi. But it's going to be Jones until it's his job to lose. Uh, so, mm-hmm. but I mean, I, I like you know, like I like what Monique Cunningham brings to the position. Uh, I just, it's something we've never had, and I don't know. I don't know that it's something that we'll keep. But I think it might be, you know, he might be a guy that we develop and then trade to a team that has a running quarterback. Or we keep him for a couple of years on the practice squad for games where we're going up against a guy like Lamar or, you know, Kyler or Anthony Richardson once he gets going, you know, somebody like that to prepare for those types of games. So that that might be the approach they're looking at too. But definitely – was uh some of his highlights were fun to watch, but again, week one.
1: It's lots of fun to watch running quarterbacks in the preseason. Yeah, I remember back in the in the Cam Newton days, Cam wouldn't play any of the preseason after like the first two snaps, and they'd bring Joe Webb in, and he'd
0: just run all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's you, you get to see. There's a lot of exciting stuff. Uh, I think there was a uh, a touchdown run back, like an 80 yard or a 90 yard, 92 yards, uh, for the chargers. Uh, I mean, you get to see stuff like that at, in these first few games and it's great. It, you know, it's exciting. Um, you were talking about Ben in one of the leagues, um, a couple of short dump off passes that get that got that got right. That got ran, uh, in for touchdowns.
1: <laughs> we're yeah. out of
0: practice. Um, I, I think mean, that was uh,
1: the uh, Chicago game. It was, yeah. So I was on Twitter just trying to see what was going on with the other games while I had the Panthers game on. And
2: This was your former point, uh, your your Panthers. Yeah, so
1: I didn't even read that first. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I seen Fields was like three for three, 100 and something yards and two touchdowns. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, good for him. And then I went to the box score and I seen DJ got one of them. And I'm like, oh, cool. And the other one was Khalil Herbert, and I was like, that's neat too. So I went and looked at – I pulled up the highlights on Twitter, and both of them were behind the line of scrimmage, dump-off passes that both guys just took off, straight line, no one in front of them, gone. So to hype up fields on those is a little bit much, but it's definitely nice to see DJ still doing what he can do. Um, He's still obviously a draft target for me if I can get him. And then I've been big on Herbert. uh, since uh, Monty left, so I, th- I think he's going to be the guy uh, going forward. I know everyone's liking the new Rojo, and uh, Form. I think Foreman's there. Um, but I still think that it's going to be Khalil Herbert's backfield.
0: Yeah, I would agree with you on, on that. So, um, just because I think the talent's there. Deontay Foreman is there, but I think Herbert's a better running back. Um, I mean – Homer's there. I don't. I don't think he's any danger of taking over. I think Roshan will probably move into the three spot, and I do think Khalil Herbert takes over as the lead back, and Foreman will get worked in. I mean, he's got. I don't know. I've never been huge on Foreman, but I think he's going to get some of the the bruiser work, and I think the majority of the passing work is going to Herbert for now, and I think he's going to take. You know, more of that rushing down work as well as the season goes on. All right, so that'll that'll move us off the hype train. A few of the guys that a lot of people that we're in leagues with have been talking about uh, over the last few weeks. Let's talk draft. So we everybody's got drafts coming up. Um, our drafts, like we said earlier, are coming up. Let's talk about a few of the questions that we have, things that we're looking forward to this season, and guys that we're trying to get at value uh, in the upcoming drafts. Uh, we are. We just talked about DJ Moore. We talked about um, a couple of the uh, the younger guys that you might be able to get later in drafts. Uh, let's talk about a couple of quarterbacks that uh, you know you might be looking to take early, middle, and uh, potentially late in your drafts uh, if you're in just a regular one quarterback or, or even a super flex league um, there wouldn't be a a show with Diego without talking about the 49ers quarterback. So are you Diego, are you looking to grab um, Brock Purdy with, with the uh, information that he's probably going to be ready for week one or very early in the season anyways, or are you going to, take uh take Trey Lance later
2: I was looking so uh the Niners uh, had their game earlier before we recorded today and um I guess the question was looking to happen what's what's going to happen with with Lance right we we know the Niners spent a bunch of picks just to get him and I've been listening to what's going on there in camp um definitely sounds like it's going to be Brock the one that's going to be starting there um for one quarterback leagues um I don't think you can take him uh Unless it's going to take him late, late. There's not enough there. I was literally looking at, can Lance really do anything and try to take over that job? And from what we were seeing in camp, it just doesn't sound like that's going to happen. Uh, it's starting to look more and more like these were burn picks for that trade for San Francisco. So unless something really, really different happens, I just don't see how – you know Lance was going to be the running quarterback – one of these running guys like Hurts, like uh, Fields that we just talked about. Birdie's just a a pocket passer. He's really another type of Garoppolo when it comes to being a game manager right now. Um, So I don't think you can take him in your drafts, really. Um, The expectation for preseason, like I said, was more what's going to happen with Lance. And and maybe Lance can be something, but it's looking more like if he's going to be something, he's going to be something elsewhere. Or he just, he's not going to be anything at all. Um his game today, when you look at his stat line, it, it wasn't great. And, no, considering
0: I mean, Darnold went 5-8 for, eight for 84. I mean. <laughs> yeah. It,
2: it, it's, and that's the thing. That's what I was going to say. It's more looking like it's just competition between uh, Lance and Darnold too. who's going to be the backup. That's really what it's looking like right now. So in, in the tradition of updating our tales of the <laughs> 49ers quarterback situation, and Garoppolo no longer being there. Now we've got Darnold to fill in his shoes. It's just looking like uh, Brock's being the one and then Lance back up and Darnold uh, back up. You know, 1A, 1B, as it looks right now, we'll more a little bit down uh, the preseason. But that's it. I I think the the Lance uh, train hype train is... It's officially done. with for most? Yeah, looking no, like.
0: I would agree with you. Um, unless some, you know, unless there's a setback or something like that, I think you're, I think you're right. I think he's kind of auditioning for a, a backup role or a potential chance to start uh, on another team next year. Um, ben, you and I have talked multiple times over the offseason about uh, Mr. Mac Jones <laughs> and. Uh, we're we're kind of on opposite sides of where we think Mac is as far as at the start of the season. I know you're in the camp of of Bailey Zapp starting and Mac's not. Um, elaborate on that, and obviously Mac didn't play this week. I didn't expect him to. I'm pretty sure he's going to be the starter, but, but let's go through your your thought process on why Mac is out. So I don't
1: have Zappi as like taking over that team over Mac Jones. I think they're the same player, but the team's going to go with the guy with the better draft cap capital in Mac Jones. Cause they feel like they have to get something out of them. I feel like they're good. They could get the same results if they played both guys. That's why I think Mac Jones is probably on his last legs with the Patriots and they'll probably move in another direction next year with a completely different quarterback. Uh, Probably a whole new quarterback room. Um, I just haven't seen anything from Mac Jones that tells me he's going to be a winner in the league. I mean, hes I didn't like him at Alabama. I thought he was a product of his weapons and being on a really good team. Uh, He had a lot of screen passes, dump-off passes, leaned on Devonta Smith really hard. Um, That's just why I'm not a huge... Mac Jones fan I don't see any of that game-breaking athleticism or game-breaking throws from him he just is kind of like maybe in a better situation he could be like a just as vanilla Kirk Cousins kind of thing but I don't know that's probably a disrespectful to Kirk Cousins um and in fantasy football Mac Jones is two quarterback league super flex a late second quarterback pick if you absolutely miss the boat on the rest of them. Um, I don't think he has any fantasy relevance outside of that. That's just kind of my thoughts on him. I, I don't know what, uh, <clears throat> what positives you have to say about him other than him being, uh, wearing your Patriots Jersey.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not a Homer as when it comes to the, the fantasy stat side of it. Um, I mean, he did put up over 4,000 yards his, his rookie year. Last year, with uh, the Honorable Matt Patricia calling plays, our entire offense was garbage. Um, he, he's just not an offensive coach. Every offense he's, he's coached has been terrible. Um, what you say about Mac in Alabama is true. He had great wide receivers, and he didn't have to do a lot. We have never had great wide receivers uh, other than Randy Moss, and, but we've always been able to make it work. I don't know if Mac will be able to do the same. Um, obviously not to the same caliber that Brady was able to do it, but even even to a point where he can put up 4,000, 4,500 again this year. Um, I do think he's – Probably a lower end quarterback, too, um, in the 15 to 20 range, or maybe 18 to 20 range. So I think in Superflex, sure, I'm taking him, at, like you say, as a later, uh, that later tier of your second quarterback. Um, in a one quarterback, I'm probably grabbing him eh, maybe like a, a as a second guy in the 14th or 15th round, somewhere near the end of your draft, just. As a bi-week fill-in, and if he starts doing well, that's great. Uh, but it gives you somebody you can drop in case there's an injury or something like that.
1: So on that note, wouldn't you rather, like, take that shot on Kyler Murray in the like one of the second last rounds? Yeah, races, if he's basically there, undrafted. Like if he's or like if he's there, Anthony but I, Richardson,
0: I don't expect him to like be there. You know what I mean? And, and like the rookies are all hyped up; people are going to take them way too early, like they always do a lot of the people that you're redrafting with don't really know when to take those guys. You know what I mean? So a lot of that, a lot of those guys are going early. Like you, you might be able to get Aaron Rodgers instead of Mac. It's just, he's a guy that's at the, the end of the draft. If I've waited and filled my roster with better players for positions, you know, I might just take a flyer on a quarterback like him to fill in a bye week, you know, depending on who I was able to get. For my starter,
1: yeah, many of my mocks and early redraft leagues, I've been able to get like Kyler late, and I love it. I've been stacking him up with like uh, Deshaun Watson or <clears throat> with one of the rookies or something like that, um, just to see because I haven't found the rookies are going too high. They're in like the ninth down kind of thing, um, depending on the league. But yeah, but um,
0: you're still drafting like. The guys it's that are it's, it, early. it's early so it, it you still have uh, you don't have you don't have the bulk of the amateurs in yet you know what I mean True, you, yeah, it, It's all the season guys going right now yeah so the, as as we get closer to the season you're gonna have a lot more of the family leagues and the uh, the pickup leagues and stuff going and, and that's that's where they're gonna start grabbing guys that you've never even heard of but they saw them on ESPN one day and uh, they <laughs> remembered that name so but no I, I would definitely take kyler if he's there because he's going to come back later in the season i think plus you can write him on your ir until he comes back so it gives right. you another yeah. another pickup later on uh,
1: i like that move
0: as a general draft tip i don't
1: know we're going to do a draft show i'm sure but um as a general draft tip taking guys in those last rounds that you know either if you have a suspension ir spot even better grab like jamison williams or something like that but uh I love that move, grabbing a guy late with an IR and picking using your waiver wire early. Yeah.
0: Uh, so one more quarterback that, that is going closer to the you know top of drafts. Um, Tua. Apparently he's he's learned to fall. Uh, <laughs> I chuckle every time somebody says that, like.
2: Is that just because of repetition? Uh, yeah, like he's an
0: expert at falling and landing <laughs> on his head. Um, he did some training in the offseason to – and I wish that uh, – I wish he would portray it more like this than, than the silly things that come out of his mouth about it. But he's learned body control so that he, he goes down in a better way um, to hopefully extend the longevity of his career and Diego what do you think that improvement or potential improvement means as far as his fantasy stock? can he be a, a solid top 12 quarterback can he sneak maybe into the top 5 or 6 i mean he has the weapons
2: yeah he has the weapons and 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 the team the team expects is to be able to lead them again i mean they trust him they're just going to keep playing him it comes down to his health really i mean he has the weapons like you said the the dolphins have been just to just lack consistency but it has to do also with the quarterback play but from a fantasy perspective his adp i think i mean he he's not going that early from what i was looking at earlier but um you may have an opportunity here right if you remember what he was doing uh, in the healthy side of the season last year. I think you have an opportunity here for a top 12 quarterback. Um you have the pieces and wide receivers, you have the game, you have the coaching. Um so I I think his outlook is is pretty decent. He he can be a sneaky uh, quarterback to pick up. Uh, you know once the top guys go, the the rushing guys, um then you kind of get to that middle tier. He may be in that third tier that you can if you waited for quarterback, you you may be able to take him. Um, so I think you have an opportunity here, depending on how your draft goes. I do think he can hit, um, he, he can hit a, a top 12 performance getting up to top five. I, I don't think so. Just because I don't think they're going to let him run. I mean, he's, he's not a, uh, a runner. I think he was more running because he was trying to do too much in some of these Dolphins games, um, But with the weapons that he has, even if he stays in the pocket, you could see games where he's throwing three, four touchdowns, you know, kind of Mahomes-like games when it comes to the stats. So I think that's an opportunity uh, for everyone drafting out there. Um, Maybe also, it depends on how your draft goes. uh, The injury risk, I think, is baked into his ADP. I think people are staying away because a lot of players are are just scared that, you know, he gets hit and then he's out again and – we look at real live football, then he could be out for the season just from one more concussion. Um, but I think there's an opportunity there. I mean, if you're willing to take the risk and and that, like I said, that injury risk is baked into the EDP, I think you can take him.
0: Yeah, I think he's – I think you're right with that. He's going in a range right now that you can you can get him and it, it won't hurt you. Um, but there's definitely some value worked into that if he's able to perform and, and – avoids injuries for most or all of the season. Uh, so that's also something to consider. Um, I'm
2: seeing – I'm taking a quick look
0: here. Reason is eighth yeah, round. which is kind of in the same range as Cousins and uh, – Keshawn And Watson and that group, yeah. So I, I would rather have him than those two. But that's which, – which is probably – very close between him and Cousins. Um, I'm still not sure about Watson and how he's going to perform this year. Um, one more quick quarterback, Ben, because I, I, I'm very anti-Jordan Love, which I've been very vocal on the show. Um, where are you drafting him, if at all?
1: I'm not. Um, I'm out on almost all of the Packers this year. That's not Aaron Jones. Uh, until I'm proven otherwise, I just, I don't see it happening. Um, the sample size we got of him was obviously very small, but it wasn't very good. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Green Bay is in like a little bit of a tank situation right now and kind of figure it out next year. Um, I don't think they signed anyone big, brought anybody big in. So I I'm I'm out. I don't think they're going to be too much of a heavy hitting offense with very much of a passing game at all.
0: So yeah, no, I, yeah. I would agree with you. Would you take Would you take Mac Jones over Jordan Love? Because I, yes. I to me that's kind of the range that <laughs> they're both in. Yes, definitely.
2: You could probably take Ant- Anthony Richardson over. Jordan. I, I would take uh, oh, I would take Richardson
1: th- right. top three. Yeah, yeah. Any of the top three rookies.
0: Um, gonna, I wouldn't, yeah. Just, not yeah. for fantasy, unless it's super flexible. <clears throat> because most rookies don't, most don't produce.
2: Um, you need a rookie that's going to run, because if not, I mean, he, he the team are not going to, teams are not going right. to let them throw that much. Yeah, so, so uh,
0: like Richardson, yeah. Richardson, I'm fine with taking kind of in the range that he's going. I think it's a little early because it's still unclear if he's going to start uh, the first week, uh, which I, I'm guessing no, but. Uh, I, I would think early in the season he takes over just because they need to see what they have. Um, but like I, I don't, I don't expect big fantasy numbers from Bryce. I don't expect f- big fantasy numbers from Stroud. Um, I, I would love to be surprised. I just don't expect, expect it because most rookie quarterbacks just don't put up big fantasy numbers.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. And the only reason you take Richardson the, the is because. You know he's yeah, he's yeah, so big run. and yeah, the, leg the leg and wood. and he can run. The other guys are just going to be managers and they're going to try to keep him fa- safe and just kind of get them to progress and and get better. But and to your question, like which round would you tell him? Even if you're taking love, you have to take him. Let's say you're you believe in him, then you you can take him in the last round, the yeah. last pick. Yeah, he's
0: just, like if I'm going to wait and, and take love or or Mac or something like that, and that's going to be my first quarterback. That means I waited till like the twelfth round and I should have very good uh, position players to make up the points that they're not going to get me. And I can take a, a shot on one of the rookies as well or you know, grab Kyler at, at the same time or something like that and just limp through at quarterback for the, you know, the first half of the season or something like that. So definitely could be a, a strategy if you really want to wait on a quarterback and, and take one late. Um, that that could be an approach, but I think there's different. I think there's better options in love, but maybe maybe we'll all be wrong. Um. So we talked about uh, we talked about James Cook. Um, talked about a chain, a couple other running backs uh, that could have some significant fantasy relevance this year. Dalvin Cook's out in in uh, Minnesota, and. Madison has backed him up for <clears throat> for several years and been pretty efficient at it. And now he gets a shot at the lead role. Are you taking him, uh, you know, in the third, fourth rounds, Ben? Are you kind of off of him because his, his uh, draft stock is too high?
1: It's hard to say it's too high because he's going to be on a very good team. And he's been on that team for a while. He's flashed. Definitely, flash fantasy relevance. Relevance. He's always a hot waiver pickup. Guys have been handcuffing Cook for years with him. Um, he's not a sexy name, so God, it's hard to take him at that range. But given how difficult running back is to draft this year, yeah, like you're at the end of end of four, you're like the three four turn at the end of three. Like <clears throat> he could easily be that pick there because by the time it gets back around to you. You're going to be picking Deont, like Foreman or something like that, because the running backs go fast um, this year. So, yeah, it's, I think he's going to have a decent season. It could be a sneaky, nice pick if you can get him in that four, three to five range or like the preferably four to five range and at the end of the rounds. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's just not a sexy pick. You don't feel good doing it, but I've done it in a couple of mocks and, Kind of like the way my team looked after that.
0: So, one of the few guys who I also want to ask um, both of you about dynasty value. With Madison's age, obviously contract coming up uh, after this year. Is he a guy you're trading for or trading away, Ben?
1: If I've got him, I'm holding on to him because he's probably been a bench gap stop or like a fill-in player or someone i picked up at the as like dead weight in a trade and now i'm ecstatic that i've got him so it really kind of depends on team makeup but if i'm anywhere in like the competing or i need to feel the team and know i got starters i'm definitely gonna like there's i don't think there's many situations i would actually trade him away because i don't think you're gonna get what he's potentially worth this year um
2: i don't I don't think you can trade for him. Odds are that the owner has been holding to on to him forever. Um some
1: some might just, sell, but like I have just, him in a league where my team I've dismantled the team and then now I just magically have a second starting running back and I filled the rest of my team yeah. with rookie running back or sorry, rookie wide receivers and young like first second year wide receivers. And now the team actually like if those so second year wide receivers hit, I might have an okay team. Like I might go above 500 after coming in last, like tanking last year, kind of on that team. It's a rebuild I picked up and uh, like that kind of feels good. So I'm going to hold on to him and see what happens. It's hard to trade him away. You're right. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I would yeah, want to. Yeah.
2: No, if, if, if someone's rebuilding, yeah, I, I, I get it. No, my concern with Madison really is I like the answer to, to your, to your question, Steve is yes, probably take him fourth fifth. It's, the the Vikings seem to have a a lighter running back room, and we heard the news that Hunt was. I think Hunt actually worked out for. The, I think Hunt's
0: worked out for just about so, everybody, which <laughs> we'll talk about in a few minutes as well.
2: Yeah, and and it's yeah exactly. It's a perfect segue to a, a little bit of a later conversation. But all these guys that are floating around could could land into any of these backfields and completely they just completely shoot the whole premise that he is going to be a, a workhorse. And that's, I mean, Ty Chandler is there. They're happy with him, but it just seems just too light of a, of a running back uh, room for what they have with the other guys there. Wouldn't be surprised if, if they bring a, a veteran in. and that would be my only concern. So hopefully, well, we did say we're starting to draft tomorrow. So a decision has to be made. Um, these teams are not going to make that decision by tomorrow and whether he signs or not, uh, that would be the only thing I'd look out for, um, especially with all these teams that seem to be having, like you were saying, like a committee approach now. Um, and just not knowing with a lot of these players, you, could, you can throw in their Jacobs, you can throw in there Taylor. There's a lot of uncertainty with these, with these running backs this year. It's just, it, it it is showing to me like those that like going zero running back, it might be even a better year than
0: last year to do it. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. a strategy that I saw a, a lot of in uh, the fishbowl drafts, and it, it very well might work this year because of the number of teams that have shifted to the committee approach. Um, there really aren't that many full-on workhorse backs that are that are left on teams. Um, as far as quickly for me on Madison, um, yeah. I, in redraft, sure, fourth, fifth round, yeah. I'll, I'll, if I need a running back, and I loaded up on wide receivers early, I'll take him there. Um, I I'd like to get somebody else, so I'm I'm out on him for dynasty. If I have him, I've held him all this time as Cook's handcuff. Uh, I'm capitalizing. I'm I don't expect that his draft stock in dynasty gets any higher than it is right now. Uh, so I'm going to try and move him for. You know, somebody like, maybe like Miles Sanders or somebody that may still be sure on a committee, but I can get him in and in maybe a pick or a couple of pieces. So I, I'm going to take the opposite approach of you guys and I'm, I'm going to be moving Madison earlier in the season than later. Um, I just, just have a feeling that uh, this is not going to be his year. Uh, so we'll... We'll segue right into uh, Jonathan Taylor. I don't really see any way he doesn't play. Do you guys? No, I I think the holdout
1: game is over. Guys will posture, but I don't think anyone's actually going to pull a Le'Veon Bell and not play football, um, especially at that age. Uh, No way. Like, you're just losing too much money to do it. You're risking too much. Uh, Teams obviously do not like it, so I think he'll be back. He'll play until they move him, or until his contract's over, and then he'll be out.
0: Yeah. do you, Do you think he gets traded? you know, early, before the season starts, early in the season, do you think? No, I don't think so either. Diego.
2: So I think the workaround for for the holdout is to hold in something like that, right? Where they show up just and they they practice. They don't they don't practice. I'm sorry. They just stand around. I remember seeing some players doing that last year because that's what gets around. Um, what was negotiated uh, last round after the Bell situation. Um, someone trading for him is going to be very difficult because it's gonna be, he's going to want the contract, so he has to be a team that's willing to put in the money for the running backs. And just that right now where running backs are versus the NFL, we've, we've heard the chatter about them meeting together, the running backs, and not happy about where they land in, in this whole picture and just being mistreated from a dollar's perspective it's a very messy situation. Um, so I don't really think anyone's going to trade for, for them. Will he play? I don't know if he's just going to hold in, like I said. He could just show up and say, no, I'm, I won't play or just put very little effort. But that doesn't do him any, and he could uh, further down for another contract and try to find a, a different situation. Um, I, I honestly, when it comes to JT, I have no idea what's going to happen with him. I crystal ball, and I could roll dice and give you any outcome because I have no idea.
0: Yeah, I would agree. um the The hold in situation that you that you talk about. um Hey guys, look, I showed up for work, but I'm not doing anything. I mean, I mean, owners talk, coaches talk. Uh, at least the guys in the clubhouse, he's, you know, he he he's doing the film work, he's doing the book work, he's just not out on the field. Some of these veterans that that have the time in sure. Um, you know, I get it. You're protecting yourself. You're protecting your body. Um, like JT, I I expect he plays. I I don't really think he has much of a choice unless he just wants to quit football. It's unfortunate the way the whole thing's, um, rolled out. And I think we can kind of group Josh Jacobs into the same conversation as far as, you know, other than the, the owner player drama. Um, with just the fact that it, the, the guy's going to have to show up. He's going to have to play week one. He doesn't need to be there to practice. He, he knows the offense. He knows how to uh, take the football and run downfield. So I, I don't really think he misses anything by not being in preseason or training camps. Uh, I think he's protecting himself. And when, when the time comes, I do think he plays because Le'Veon Bell did show um you know, all these running backs, it doesn't do you it doesn't do you any favors to set out. So uh you guys have any different thoughts on that? No.
2: I mean he kinda showed that he could get a contract, right? Because the Jets gave him the contract that he wanted and then now from a performance standpoint, Bell didn't do anything after right. that holdout. We all know that. But from a from a financial standpoint, I I would dare say that it worked for right. him. He didn't even have to put his body through anything to get the money that he wanted. Um, But again, he found a team that then said, okay, I'll I'll give you what you're looking for. And odds are that uh, the other teams learned from that Bell Jets situation, and I don't think it would
1: repeat itself. I thought he lost some money doing that. He did. like
0: he.
2: Yes, but when we when we talk, to, I mean, you know how it is with his contract. spam like, okay, fine. He lost two million dollars, which is a ton of money, but he still made a lot of money, and I, I, we can look it up. But it's like he still made a ton of money out of that contract. Yeah, right? he but just think,
0: he, he did nothing. Yeah. He did nothing for fantasy, and, and his tenure yeah. was very short lived after he came back.
1: I just um, think if he stayed with the Steelers, he would have had more money because he would have had not the year missed. Plus, they probably would have paid if he accepted. He would have got paid. And he would have successful. I think he's already been on record, like saying it was a mistake. Yeah, which is not good for so the per, current. Chris
2: Bowtrac. Chris Bowtrac. He signed a four-year, fifty-two million contract, including an eight million dollars signing bonus, twenty-seven million dollars guaranteed money. Yeah.
0: So he made so, he basically not- made twenty-seven million, <laughs> but he gave up. What, what, is it, uh, what was that? Thirteen. Yeah, I want to say it was 12 like twelve or thirteen, something like that, yeah. for the uh, the franchise tag that year. So
2: yeah, yeah, 14 and a half okay. was a franchise Ages. tag. It says so one yeah. year. First, so yeah, he
0: gave he, he got double <laughs> what he would have gotten um, on the tag. On the
2: tag and and probably played less, right? Because if he would have played
0: on the tag, he would have. Oh, been yeah, the workforce. But, but I do think for he, the... overall, he would have made more money. Um, but yeah. all right. So anyway, we'll move out of that. What do you guys have as far as um, kind of a sleeper team this year that uh, you expect to kind of finish the bottom part of the league last year, made some moves in the offseason, and do uh, you expect them to kind of surprise some people this year? Ben, don't say Carolina. Um, oh, now,
1: now i got to let them change. No, i just kidding. Uh, honestly, I think the Jets are going to have a better year than – most people expect, um, Mass. Like I think last year they were a pretty good team, uh, really good defense, obviously really nice pickups, and they had a really good draft last year. I think they had a good draft again this year. Um, nice weapons with Garrett Wilson and uh, and Brees Hall, and I think the missing ingredient for that team last year was the quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers does not have to do as much with this team as he has had to do previous years with, like last year, with Green Bay, and I think that's going to be nice for him to have lots of weapons, and I think the Jets' surprise in that division, and probably at least second place behind Buffalo would be my, like, I wouldn't be shocked if that's how they ended up.
0: Diego, who do you have?
1: So I don't know
2: if it fits the whole category of being at the bottom, but I think a team that that could do more than what they did last year right uh, I'm going to say Seattle the Seahawks I think they were second out of the NFC West mm-hmm. last year yep. right so but I think their team if you remember their draft we know they they took JSN we know they also took a running back as well so their offense is pretty packed right now um their defense it's kind of mid-tier, but improves as the season progresses. So I think that's a team that could be interesting if Gino can can continue to throw the ball. Now he has more weapons. I mean, they have a great wide receiver core. Um, as much as people hate Tyler Lockett, I, I still think Lockett is even a, a very viable fantasy uh, option in late rounds also because people just let him fall. Um, so I think that's a team that, that could do it. Um, I mean, Wagner will be back, I think um their line is better also just based on some picks I think that's that's a team that could be interesting to to watch now obviously they're they have to come out of that division which is not easy um but if they have if their defense can be mid pack I think they have a chance that's
0: kind of where where I see them yeah no they they should have a pretty decent team um so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Atlanta for this.
2: Um, oh you did the I full did. definition <laughs>
0: um i i'm a little higher on desmond Ritter than a lot of people are uh and i guess part of the reason is that, that i'm comfortable taking this pick is if he struggles taylor is there uh, and he can come in with the team that's in place i think and, and uh you know potentially win a division that's going to be up for grabs um Because let's face it, there's four teams in that division with a lot of question marks, and it really could be Mm -hmm. any of the four that takes it. They just added B. John Robinson. Um, Algier had a pretty good season last year when he got opportunities, so they got a a good. They've got a good stack of running backs with uh, the four or five guys that they have. Um, I like the receivers. With London, um, they brought over Mac Hollins, who had a pretty reasonable year last year in uh, Las Vegas. They've got Scotty Miller that they brought over from Tampa, uh, but then you get the tight ends with Pitts and Smith, and they've got a really solid defense. So I think there's an opportunity here for them to greatly improve over what they did last year, with a, a lot of young talent on both sides of the ball and a weak division that you know could be easy for them to sweep a couple of the teams this year
2: yeah that's that's gonna be a rushing team right i don't i don't see them moving away from what they did uh last season which was which was working with their draft um but yeah i mean they could just go out there great games and and win them and i think they also got a couple of decent signings on on the on the defensive yeah, they side did. as well jesse
0: bates yeah um yeah. Like they brought, you know, they, they got John o. Smith from new England uh, who's, you know, they'll use in the blocking game. He he can go out and, and catch a few passes, but I think primarily Pitts and, and London will be the pass catchers uh, along with the running backs, but they made some improvements with the line. So I do think that they will have a heavy and strong running game, but I think they've got uh, some passing weapons that they can move the ball down the field. Um, I mean, Scotty Miller was, you know, disappeared a lot in Tampa, even with Brady there. But I, with the players that they had, I don't know that he really got a ton of opportunities where now he, he should have that and, and could be a decent security blanket. So be interested to see how, how all those teams um, fare. I, I think your point, Ben, about the Jets, uh, I actually think that, this is one of the divisions in football this year that all four teams could finish above 500 and it could be very close between two, three, and four. So it wouldn't surprise me if the Jets finished at two. It wouldn't surprise me if they finished at four, Um, yeah, but but that. still be winning, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I think they're going to have a, a good year. I, I think Buffalo still wins that division.
0: I do too. Obviously, but, I do too. Uh, but I think, I, I think Miami's greatly improved if Tua stays healthy. Um, you know, that, that keeps them in it. The Jets obviously got better, and New England's defense finds a way to keep them in games. It's very possible we end up finishing fourth, and I'm okay with that, but I do think we're going to surprise a lot of people and finish above 500 at least. Um, so a, little, a couple more guys to talk about. Um, before we finish up here, so there's still some running backs.
2: This is going to be, this is going to be our crystal yeah. ball uh, <laughs> section. I don't have a
0: sounder <laughs> for that, but <laughs> um, yeah, madam, Madame Diego sees the future of running backs. <laughs> um, so, few, still a few big name running backs out there that that have not signed with teams. Um, haven't really been a ton of big injuries yet at that position, so it kind of makes sense. But I I think you'll probably see a couple of these guys get signed over the next uh, couple of weeks. So uh, talk about Kareem Hunt first. He's had a few visits recently, uh, visited with the Colts, visited with the Saints. He was just at the Vikings, I believe, yesterday. Um, Diego, where do you think Hunt – potentially ends up, and do you think it happens here in the preseason or sometime early in the season? Uh, (laughs)
2: um, So I think I'm going to go with where it would make more sense, and it may not be what we want for fantasy, but I don't understand why he didn't take that job with the Colts. It made perfect sense. That is a a shallow backfield um, where where Hunt could have just really been the starter. Um, no reason not to take it. Based on what he did, it looks like obviously he's his following the money. Um, so I think it's just going to come down who to who gives him the money that he wants um, and what he wants to play. But the Colts make make perfect sense with the JT situation from a team perspective. They sign him there. They don't really have anyone else. They have, I think, Jackson and, and I mean, it's some other guy, right? We, we just have other running backs there, but um, aside from that, I mean, he's gone. We already talked about him going to the Vikings. Makes sense as well. Maybe more for the Vikings just because of a position to win. The Colts may not necessarily be in it there to win. They just may be trying to compete by bringing him in. Um, but those teams make, make perfect sense, at least both of those. Now, whether he signs or not, uh, no idea. I, I thought he would be sign- I thought a lot of these guys that we were going to talk about would have been signed by now and it's getting late, late uh, for them to sign. And it looks more and more that it's just going to, we're going to be in a situation where they sign wherever someone, like you were saying, someone gets injured.
0: Yeah. um, No, I would agree with you there. It it was, it was interesting the way he, he was in new Orleans, got a call from Indianapolis, left new Orleans without finishing uh, the workout and went to Indianapolis and didn't get a contract or take a contract from either place. So, uh,
2: so every and and every time he flies somewhere, then everyone freaks yeah. out, right? If you're the JT owner, you freaked out. Then if you're the Madison owner, oh my God, no, no, I've been holding on for Madison forever. Don't do this to me. And every time he moves around, he just complicates the, the puzzle. So eventually, it it needs to land somewhere. Someone's going to be left.
0: Yeah, he, I mean, he's he's coming in someplace <laughs> as, as a second, you know, as a second running back on the depth chart. So. He's going to take work away from whoever it is, but like Alexander Madison's going to lose work to somebody. He he's not going to carry the full load. So, I think I'd rather There's, have.
1: There's situations I think where he could be the
0: one. No. Um, like Tampa. Potentially, sure. I mean, potentially, but I don't see like like a team like Tampa. I don't know that they're going to. I don't even think they can afford to pay him. I'd have, to, I'd have to go actually look at yeah. um, you know where they're at with cap space and stuff. But they, they I were think, yeah. in yeah. decent trouble as far as, as uh, with having free money to, to buy guys in free agency after Brady left and, and all the one-year big contracts yeah. and stuff they did to win.
2: I'm looking at it. They would have to do a lot of cap yeah. magic. You're right, Steve. They would have to do a lot of cap magic. Yeah, I mean, it. that's
0: honestly, that's kind of why they got Baker. Uh, you know, as the veteran, because the uh, the other guys wanted more money. Yeah, so. do you
1: think the running backs are, especially this crop that we're talking about, it's running into no one's paying at the moment, so we have to wait for the injury?
0: Um. I think part of it is, I think part of it is you have, I mean, realistically, you have three guys, uh, not counting Hunt, who have been the the RB1s on their team for the last five years. Mm -hmm. And they were all right at that age where a lot of running backs start to decline. Teams aren't going to pay them, but these guys still think that they are at the top of the game. So they're not going to take backup money. You know, even though Zeke just made a ton of money got released. So he's already been paid for this year. I mean, don't, I'm not saying take the league minimum, but you go work out for a couple of teams, and they're 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 all giving you offers in the same ballpark. Figure out which one has the best chance of making the playoffs and, and sign, because there's three other guys at yeah. some point that they're, they're going to figure it out, and somebody's going to be left on the outside. So that's why
1: I thought this list was interesting. Like for everyone, listen, we got Hunt, Cook, Lenny, and Zeke on this list, and. Only two of those guys I think I've heard of even meeting with teams. Yeah. Like I haven't heard anything of Zeke meeting with anybody other than back with the Cowboys of potential return. That was right at the beginning after he was cut. And Lenny, I haven't heard from at all.
0: No. Which is uh, weird. The only only thing I've heard from Lenny is uh, he's been interviewing at McDonald's. (laughs) He's going to go with uh, that. Go work uh, with Fast Eddie. Didn't Zeke. Cheeseburger Lenny and Cheeseburger Zeke uh,
2: talk to New Orleans, Steve. What's that? Did Zeke talk to New Orleans? Uh, I'm sorry, to uh, to New yeah, England? he did.
0: Um, Zeke met with New England. Okay. Yeah. And, and again, I think it's uh, it's he, he where he thinks he wants money, and, and definitely we're not going to pay him. So hmm. it's I think that's I think that's the situation with at least three of these guys. Um, like like Ben said. I haven't heard anything about Leonard Fournette, nothing. So I don't know if teams just aren't calling him or, you know, if he's – if there's things happening that we're just not hearing about, which would be very unheard of in in today's NFL. So um, Dalvin Cook, I know he worked out for the Jets. Have you guys heard of anywhere else that he's worked out?
2: No, the whole deal was Miami, and he, apparently he wanted to come to Miami, and that deal uh, got close, but they didn't get uh, to the dollars that he was looking for. And some of the stuff that I read um, or heard around here has been that with a chain, like we talked before, um, th- with with the team being happy with that draft pick, then they kind of moved away from bringing in Cook. But that's that's about a, as much as I've heard after that again same situation with all these guys that we keep discussing they're just floating around waiting to sign somewhere but i i don't know what what is what is that sign that gets them to to put their name down It's okay i'll i'll, I'll play with
0: uh, with you for you yeah i think that's what it's going to come down to um is what it's whenever they figure out that they need if they want to play football they're going to have to take the money that they're be, you know that they're being offered by these teams because what they're expecting is not going to happen it's it, that whole position is in turmoil as far as pay from from top to bottom and uh, I don't know it, so they're gonna to have to figure something out because I don't see it changing in their favor anytime soon. Mm-hmm.
2: No, we're going to be in the same position with everyone that has that wants a new contract every year. That's kind of where we're going to land with all these young guys coming in. This is The running back position on that first contract, they don't get the money they want. They, the team can franchise them on that fifth year, and because of their their shelf life being so short, then that's it. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's no, I think I think you're onto something with that. You'll see them get rookie contracts, and then when that's up, they'll get a franchise tag if they're good enough, and if not. They won't pick up the extra option and and then there'll be year-to-year guys until they, you know, fade out and somebody else takes their place. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Sunset. Could you guys see any kind of scenario where we get close to the start of the season and probably three out of four of these guys could do this. They just go back to where they were. They realize they're not getting the money. They take the pay cut in return. Like Zeke goes back to Dallas. Cook goes back to – Minnesota hunt goes back to Cleveland because those guys haven't been replaced
0: um I don't like think I don't think cook can go back to Minnesota uh Why? of that of that group I don't think that he's I don't think that they're gonna take him back Zeke I Maybe think potentially could yeah. go back to the Cowboys um and and hunt Seattle I, I I was actually surprised that hunt left Cleveland because there really wasn't any talks about them extending the contract or anything, so I'm not sure that that door is open anymore either.
2: Well, I don't think Han. Remember, they had a they had some some disagreements around the trading deadline, and he wanted to get traded. Trim would not trade him, so there may be something there that we didn't hear the the full story yeah. about. Um, so there, there may be some some just friction that was left there. So I don't think he would return. I think out of these guys, the only one would be Seek. Uh, but then he'd be coming back, obviously, for, for much less Much less,
1: and he'd probably Cowboys, be backing up Yeah, there, but.
0: yeah w- which, I mean.
1: Yeah. It's fine.
0: Yeah, like, like I said, he already got paid. They, they right. paid him before they released him. So he, he he's made a decent amount of money already this year. So, you know, you go back to Dallas. Yeah. You, you fill the same role you had last year, which was a, you know, it wasn't quite a 50-50, but it wasn't terrible either. And you're scoring touchdowns. I mean, he could he could probably ring out another couple of years in Dallas on on one year lower contracts doing that, and, and mm-hmm. I don't think that would be a bad thing for him. So, but I don't yeah, think
1: that's in his mentality though. But yeah,
0: it, I don't think it's in any of theirs right now because, like I said, they're all they all think they're still at the top of their games because they're they're not that old. They're twenty, you know, twenty seven, twenty eight years old. But that's what teams start they don't pay you (laughs) that's that's where the 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 decline you know most people seem to feel and teams just are not going to pay you that big money because they're not getting you know what they feel is the value for that money so yeah it'll be interesting um i think over under what do you guys think two two guys before the season starts get signed
1: I'll take the under. Yeah, under. All right. I think only Hunt goes.
0: All right. Well, we'll find out in a couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> so I think that's pretty much going to cover uh, what we have for news and announcements and whatnot for uh, for now. Diego, any parting words for the uh, listeners?
2: No, just – um. Just looking forward to the season. Um, if you guys want to chat, you can find me in Sleeper. as Don Gato. Um, they are like 16 leagues you'll have to put up with me, so I appreciate that. Looking forward to the season and having fun.
0: Awesome. Yes, like I said at the beginning, we're very happy to uh, have you on full time. And uh, uh, Diego took over Brian's spot in uh, the redraft league number two, so he'll be the host for everybody in that league to beat. Brian's still hanging out in, uh, in all the leagues, just kind of monitoring when he can and, and uh, chatting with everybody. So glad that uh, glad to still have him aboard, but uh, he just doesn't have the uh, available time right now to, to dedicate to being with us full time. So Ben, any parting words for the listeners from you?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, just thanks for uh, being patient with us and getting these episodes out. Um, I know we're definitely looking at a more consistent schedule for the, for the football season. And uh, very excited to have Diego along the way, filling out our nice little trio we have here. Um, I feel like we got cultural here with uh, with oh, and him and adding We're international. Adding I think we're international, and it's, uh, <laughs> it's nice. Um, if you're looking around, find me on, on Sleeper. At Rockstar 2 ks two rs, um, also in a ton of leagues, Try, trying to whittle that down, but still find ways to add add them here and there. Um, shoot out questions if you uh, if you just want to chat about football or anything out there, just uh, just reach out.
0: Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I I also tried to cut back and I counted up my leagues yesterday and uh, back up to forty five. And, and then I just saw Sergeant Rock just open another one earlier today, so uh, I'm gonna end up. But at the time, it's all said and done, creeping back up to 50. But it is what it is. Um, you can find me on Sleeper at Solinator S O L A N the number eight letter R. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the FF Degenerate. Um, we have a new email, like I said at the beginning of the podcast. It's FF Pod at gmail.com. Send us a question for the show. Uh, let us know if if you uh want us to talk about something for you, if you have questions you need answered, uh suggestions on different bits for the show. If you even if you uh you want to be a guest, let us know. Uh you can find us on Facebook, just search for Daydreaming Degenerates Fantasy Football Podcast, and that'll come up there. And we also have a Patreon if you want to help support the show. Um, you can donate to our Patreon account on Patreon. You can search for the podcast as well. The, uh, we're we're going to be doing uh, a drawing later in the year for a signed Antonio Brown jersey, uh, a Tampa Bay Antonio Brown jersey. It's rumored that this is the same one that he wore on the field when he flipped out against the Jets. I'm just saying that might be something to add to your collection. So that's going to be given away uh, around Thanksgiving time To one of our Patreon subscribers So if you want to get into that drawing All you got to do is uh, donate $5 to, the, to our Patreon Every month that you donate, you get one entry into the contest And like I said, we'll draw it uh, over Thanksgiving And give that jersey away It's the, uh, the red jersey with the white numbers on it Um, yeah, so good luck in your drafts coming up this week or whenever they start going into the season. And hope you uh, get a chance to watch some preseason football in week two. And good luck and good night. Thanks.